0: Those of you that are listening on the podcast right now can't see what's happening, but those of you who are watching on video, I'd like to welcome you to the brand new exclusive content that is now available to you on joshuatberg1.com. Thank you for being here. I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors and those who support the network and also who are helping support what I'm going to talk about today, which is the one person media machine. And I'm not talking about me either. Although I do have the media company in a box, which makes me a media machine, a one person media machine. Anyway, I've been talking about the future of media for so long and where we're going for two and a half years and 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 I and I'm so excited after all this time to be able to truly introduce to you media company in a box which is one of the offerings now on joshuatberglund.com but media company in a box would not be possible without superpass a technology that we have merged with what we've built with media company in a box and also shadow ceo not in a box but there's a there's a shadow ceo offering now Uh, i'm really really excited about but go check out joshuatberglund.com and scroll down to the bottom where you see sponsors and you'll see SuperPass. pass. Check this out. This technology is next level. And what I mean by that is if you are a creator, if you're an artist, if you're a podcaster, you're a TV host, you're an actor, actress, producer, filmmaker, attorney, doctor, doctor's office, real estate agent, and so on. This technology you must have because Unlike having a job where you go, check it out, C4, one of the greatest energy drinks of all time. Why is it a great energy drink? Because everything in it's natural and it doesn't kill you and it doesn't jack up your adrenal glands. C4 is the first energy drink that doesn't make me feel like I want to die. It only has 200 milligrams of caffeine in it, but and that's nothing because 200 milligrams, I mean, seriously, it's not a lot. But here's what I think is special about this drink. And I don't know it for sure. But this beta power that's in it. And it hydrates the muscle cells. I've never heard of that before. But I will tell you one thing. Somebody who is chronically dehydrated, probably because of the caffeine that I was drinking before, or it's hereditary too. But nonetheless, the caffeine wasn't helping. I'm not dehydrated with this. And it's got to be because of this beta power. But I'm not saying that as a medical claim. I'm just saying, cause it's freaking awesome. And I was kind of skeptical because I, the one I'm drinking now says Skittles and it does taste like Skittles, it's really good. But I dig this energy drink, don't feel cracked out. Doesn't mess with my adrenals. I can still go to sleep. I like it. But anyway, anyway, um, I, I lost my train of thought when I was saying that. Anyway. Oh, if you have e-commerce and you want to sell products, it's perfect. But it's not just about selling a product. Now you have a way to monetize all of your intellectual property in one place. Books, TV shows, movies, films, scripts, courses, webinars. It's all there. Right there. One website. Check it out. Superpass. Also, thank you to the Live Model Worldwide Foundation and those of you who help support it because it helps support us, which... Ironically, my wife and I run. Um, we are very, very passionate about our mission. But one of the things that we were doing and why, I can turn off the flashing cameras now. <laughs> this was a lot of fun for those of you <laughs> on video. We have a new We have a new software we're really, really excited about. And we're still playing with it and testing it out. So those of you who saw the video got to see one of the cool features. That's one of like 10,000. Um, but we are now, because this is a subscription only, uh, broadcast, we're going to be adding a lot of cool features to the broadcast, and it's just going to be way more visually appealing than just staring at me anyway. Um, but the live model worldwide foundation, you know, we, I've been working full-time on the foundation and serving and only serving. And you know what I, as much as I say want to say like, well, hey, I didn't achieve all of my goals with that method of living, serving and only serving. Um, God moved us forward and we were provided for every single day. Like we never did without. However, I have a really big vision for not just what I want to do with my life, but what I want to do with my life is how I want to serve and who I want to serve and, and, and who we want to help and the places we want to help and realistically we can't do that without a lot of funding. And I had to make a personal decision for myself and my family to be honest because I want to give my wife and kids the world. And this method of serving and only serving and not really fundraising properly to run a nonprofit, I decided to go back in business for myself. And I want to be I want to be straight up with you. I really didn't want to do that. I didn't, because my goal is to serve and only serve. That's been on my heart since I was a kid, even when I was just a little brat. That's what I wanted to do. That's what I dreamed of. That said, I noticed something, and this was important. I was trying to build other people's boats before I built my own, and that's a problem. You got to build your own boat first, or you got to build your you got to provide for yourself before you can provide for others or even help others appropriately. It doesn't mean that you can't do nice things for them, but you got to build your own boat. And and I didn't do that. I also didn't prove that what I was teaching worked because I wasn't a huge success yet. But to be honest with you, I was trying to avoid that. I was trying to avoid it because I was afraid. I was afraid of saying what i'm about to say to you now i want to be famous i want to be famous for all the right reasons i want to be famous because i know that that is the one way that i can accomplish the mission that has been burning in my heart for as long as i can remember for the people i want to serve and the people i want to help and if you don't know who they are go watch all of my old broadcasts been taken down pretty much everywhere else but they're all unrumbled i come from I, i have an interesting life prior to jesus of course my life with jesus has been just as interesting but thank god less evil um so i know that the only way for me to do accomplish what i want to accomplish is to go out and earn the money, yes, but also position myself to be famous, which is, is something that I would not say out loud normally because it sounds like, well, most people who want to be famous, but it's not for the same reasons you have to understand or you don't have to understand, but please do. I had all the opportunities before like to get there. I I was on my way. I was positioned. I was in the place to become famous. I was getting the opportunities to make that happen. But at that time in my life, I wanted to be famous for the sex and the drugs and everything else. I mean, yeah, I wanted to help people, but I wanted the sex and the drugs and the big houses and the crazy too. I wanted all of that. And, um, which I don't think is what God wants for me at all, or anybody for that matter. So I lost everything, but when I gave my life to the Lord, and I've shared this story before, it's part of my testimony. But well, post the devil, the book, the devil inside me. It's after that, because um, I was cruising along a couple of years into serving the Lord and some really bad stuff happened that i've told the story before i won't go into i got hurt got mad at god again because i got impatient and got tired of waiting and with the circumstances that happened with the relationship i was in at the time i just got angry and i had a really bad meth relapse a bad one and in that meth relapse it was like a month long i'm going these three day binges four day binges and the last one that i had went on it was four days in, and I was going to re up, and when I say re up, get more meth, and start the whole process all over again, and I'm pretty sure that that was going to kill me, pretty sure. But that's when God came to me, and and again, I could have been hallucinating because I'd been up for four days, and you know, I mean that's possible, but I'm pretty dead gum sure. My holding my phone in this left hand. Feel God right here. And he proceeds to send me a message. Anyway, I won't go into the whole story, but the short version of it is that he told me to put a spotlight on my shadow world to show people the supernatural power of truth. But also it was to keep me from keeping secrets because I was really good at keeping secrets. And... Um, but the analogy that I believe God gave me and I want to be very, very careful about claiming it's God in the past. I've said, Oh, God came to me in a, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's real. I don't know if that's a hallucination. I don't know if even the, like, it's so hard for me to, to, to deny the supernatural experience I had with Jesus too, or the Holy spirit, because I mean, I felt it all through my body. Like it, it, it like was a lightning that hit the top of my head and, Flew out of my butt, knocked me down, lifted me back up. Like I can't. I've never experienced anything like that ever. It was undeniable. So, who am I to doubt that God's going to tell me something, or talk to me, or give me a download, or send a message to me? Who am I to doubt that? But I want to be careful about claiming everything's God every time I hear something because, well, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be disrespectful, especially if it was something else. Anyway. But the analogy he gave me was, do you want to build your empire on a foundation of truth? Or do you want to be writing $15 million hush payments to keep people quiet so they keep your secrets? So many times in my life leading up to, and I, I, I this goes back to college for me. I announced an event my very first time. Got to do a cheerleading event. I'm going somewhere with this story. I promise you, I'm gonna talk about the future of media. We're gonna get into like a lot of stuff here, but bear with me. This cheerleading competition, and cause I was a college cheerleader. So I got to live in Florida and Hawaii. And um, I've got to, yeah, I've had a fun life. Anyway, I get to announce this competition. I've never done it before, but it, I got behind a mic. Ooh, this is amazing. And I had so much fun with it, and uh, I like got the attention of a scout, like a like a talent scout, and then was told that they were going to give me a call and they wanted to talk to me. And so, like, wow, I'm going to be well on my way. And I would have been. And I decided to eat acid in the morning one time. Got a phone call on the way as the acid is hitting me. So n- needless to stay without going into all the story. And there's some funny stuff in the story, even though it's very tragic. That opportunity went away. I didn't get another opportunity eight until eight years later. <laughs> Whew. It's sabotaged it again. L.A. Another opportunity my first time around in LA, sabotaged it. Sabotaged it with my demons that I gave into and bad choices. So I've had this desire, I've dreamed about it, but after I gave my life to the Lord, I was scared of myself. I was scared of, well, if I go down this road, if I if I do everything I can to accomplish these goals, I knew what I needed to do to get to where I needed to go. I still do. But you see, in my mind, I didn't feel that that's what God wanted from me. And so I felt like I needed to, just serve and elevate other people and try to make other people famous. And, but, and when I say famous, I'm not talking like, you know, I'm not trying to say it in a douchey way. I'm just trying to say it as like the people I'm fighting for that are, I mean, that are like me and others, they need a voice. And they need a big voice on a big platform because right now not enough people are paying attention to the issues that in my opinion should be paid attention to because there's some serious injustices in the world that are going on that are overlooked for whatever reason. And I could give you excuses and reasons for that but they really don't matter but simply people are preoccupied and have their focus on things that to them right now matter more or they're too self-absorbed to see. So this is, anyway, I don't wanna spend a lot of time there. I just wanna say this, that while preaching about the future of media and, and really using my platform to bring awareness to certain issues, to warn people about the jab. And the reason I was warning people about the jab is because I saw early on certain things about the the jab that was incoming, because when I first started telling people it was March, 2020, because I was trying to figure out why Gilead, which is G-I-L-E-A-D, I believe, It's a pharmaceutical company that makes makes hiv medication just so happens to make my hiv medication when i saw that they were involved with the incoming like they were the cure you know the the treatment whatever it may be i started asking myself why would they be involved with with finding a jab or you know a cure treatment and then of course the tie to Fauci. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to look into him. I looked into him and smallpox vaccine and AIDS. And anyway, still want to be kind of careful about what I say, because after being deplatformed and kicked off of more, this is why we are going to subscription only. Because, well, I mean, it's time. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why that we're doing this. And I'm going to make this make sense, I think, now. But I became an activist. And so I have all this media and business knowledge. And, you know, I've been very, very blessed to be very well-rounded in my experience to get to work in all these very unique fields, entertainment, media, events, um, TV networks, acting, being on set, production, having a skin care line, working with e-commerce re- retailers, global distributors of products, OEMs, the contract manufacturers that make products. Like I've done, I've worked in these industries and worked effectively. And it was being on set in downtown LA that I, I I'm looking at all of the different businesses that were being supported by the Super Bowl commercial because that's I played Brian Erlacher's body double. all of these businesses i mean i'm at craft services which is the food truck and all of these businesses i'm like wow they're all here for this commercial this commercial is the center of the universe for all of these businesses like it's the most important thing to them how can I make myself that important? Meaning, how is it that I can become the business that all of these businesses are here for? How do I do that? Let I me mean, rewind. You ever seen a red carpet event before? You ever Have you ever seen how you got all the camera people lined up, they're taking the pictures, and you see the people, and they're... You know, they just look awful spiffy, pretty sexy. Then you got the guy with the microphone. Hey, how you doing? That's a can. Um, But they're doing the interviews, right? That's what the public sees. Behind the scenes, (laughs) for every one of those people that you see that are getting their picture taken, they got a team. Like what it takes to get those people to the red carpet would blow your mind. So they're a businessman. They don't need sponsors. They're the brand. Now, that said, in the entertainment world, those people get the take. They get the free products. And if you if they and if 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 you want them to talk about your product because you got the giant following, well, you pay them a sponsorship. You pay the money for it. That's all well and good, and that's great. But what would happen if the only thing that celebrity posted, or the only thing that celebrity promoted were things that they owned or created for themselves? Or you could ask yourself, well, that's really tough. I mean, how do you make products? Like we well, gotta make products, you have a business plan, you gotta do the packaging, licensing, you wanna copyright, you gotta get a copywriter, you, may, you need to protect your idea, yada, yada, yada. There's all that stuff, right? Mm, yes, but that's easier than ever. It's easier than ever. And I learned that from working with contract manufacturing, white labeling and custom formulating products for doctors and celebrities, even cosmetics. Because you can white label and put your label on it and make it pretend it's yours. People do it all the time. You can custom formulate too. Anyway, so I'm looking like, well, how do you do that? Like, how would you do that? Well, oh, and then it dawned on me. How does a media company look? You got Disney. Think about all the businesses Disney has, right? Like just Disney for the Disney brand alone. Theme parks. Uh, products like, uh, well, I mean, I'm sure they have skincare and cosmetics, deodorant, kids stuff, toys. They got that they got t-shirts. They got dolls. They got, uh, I said rides. They probably have NFTs now at this point. Okay. That's Disney. Then guess what? Disney oversees ABC, ESPN. And guess what? ABC, they got their own stuff. They got their shows. They have their own merchandise. Blah, 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 blah. You get the point. ESPN, same way. NBC, CBS. What if I told you you could do that by yourself? Is it going to be a trillion dollar organization? Well, I mean, not right away. Not even a million dollar organization. But the fact is this. You can. You could do it. You very well could. But it puts you in a position where you get to offer value, but also be paid for your value. The services that you offer, the intellectual property. I mean, you you go to Disney because you're entertained, you like the stuff, you like the products. Well, what's why can't an individual do that? It doesn't have to look like Disney. It doesn't have to all be TV. It could be coaching, it could be lectures, it could be books, it could be webinars could be counseling, mentorship, books, workbooks, podcasts, TV shows, film, documentaries. If I was, well, I, I can't say if I was because I am. I make films in a variety of different ways. If, if I was really willing to bet on myself, not only would I create my own movies, I'd distribute them myself too. Why would you like, and I learned all of this FYI, how this all started is I was a backup dancer and a master, but well not, it wasn't Master P. It was little Romeo, his son, but Master P and Silk the Shocker and all those guys were there. I got to meet him in college and I wanted to smoke weed with Master P, but you know, he gave me business advice instead. Master P taught Nipsey Hussle because Nipsey Hussle was doing the same thing. What did he teach him? Don't promote anything you don't own. You don't need sponsors, you're the brand. So you're everywhere you go, there you go, there you are. You're the business, you're the media company. Anything you wanna create, monetizable, all in one place. That's amazing. you think about it how many of you have been taken advantage of like you have an idea you work for a company oh my gosh i you know it's so frustrating let me share you an example of this but for me one of my skill sets or gifts i I like to i prefer to call it a gift because i think it's somewhat a miracle that sometimes these things happen but i able to see really well what's possible for companies and individuals i give credit to god for that because i i didn't do anything to get that i've just always had that gift since i was a kid i could see what was possible if god showed it to me because not it wasn't like for everybody but that's one heck of a bar trick too by the way some of the things you can do anyway um i can see that but also really good at seeing strategic unorthodox strategic collaborations I had to partner up and pair do it with companies do it with individuals I was a matchmaker too like you know dating matchmaker really good at that but it's the same gift matchmaking companies is no different than hooking somebody up with somebody else it's the same thing it's, the same. it's literally the same thing there's no need to over 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 uh, uh over explain it Like it's that simple if you have that gift, but then you have the strategic plan of how to get there to accomplish the goals. When you were, we were talking about seeing what's possible. That is a really fun gift to have. So I love working with these companies, but if you've ever been like, so let me back up now. So when I was working, first got into skincare and I went to go work with another company after selling the skincare line, which ended tragically FYI. Um, Cause that, if you've read the book, the devil inside me, yeah, that story is in there. So check out that book. It's fun. Um, <laughs> it's but I remember like Seeing things clearly, this is after I gave my life to the Lord too. Cause this really hurt because before then I just thought I was crazy. Like I didn't believe any of these things were real, like seeing what was possible. I just thought it was just, you know, being drunk or something else. I didn't know it was the actual gift. So like, here it is, I'm spirit filled and I'm all excited and all I want to help and serve and I'm working and I'm hustling all this before we went into the media direction. And I would start to get these downloads about what would help and like how this, what would help this company go to the next level. And I remember writing proposal after proposal, after proposal, sending it in, going, hey, I got this idea. You should try it. You should try it. Well, kid you not, and this happened multiple times within this, like a two-year span because it was one, the company I was working with, and then I went off on my own and I was consulting for different companies. It happened a lot then too but I'd come in with these ideas, come in with a strategic partner, and then it'd be A, you get fired, then they would take my idea. Two, I'd get fired, they'd not pay me, and then they'd take my idea, and so on. I mean, have you ever, ever had someone take an idea from you? Have you ever had somebody, I don't know, try to sabotage you as you try to climb the ladder? somebody else get the promotion above you or you're just looking, sitting around looking at your bosses going, I know this better than them. I'm like this is the, this model's archaic. It's not going to last and you can see it clearly, but you're sitting there in your mind going, but that pays my bills and I don't want to rock the boat. Okay. Okay. And you just take it. I don't want to be taken advantage of. It hurts. It sucks. And I also don't want to be a waste of potential. I mean, look, everyone has a role to play in life. Some people are meant to be helpers. Other people are meant to be innovators and blaze trails and be forerunners. Futurists, people that, that know what's coming and they're preparing for it. And they look like crazy people as they're telling everyone. So anyway. Like I knew all this stuff. like I I I the, being, the the I knew the need for media. The other reason why I know the need the I the other reason why I know why media is so important is because that knowledge allows you to bypass the normal rules that are set. I don't know about you. But if you have a criminal record, it's probably really hard to, to find a job, like a good paying job, is it not? Or if you have a mental uniqueness or you have some serious trauma and relationships are challenging for you. So the last thing that you need is to be stuck in an office all day. Like So like and so the like your options are staying home, right? Finding a work from home job. Or being on disability and and getting just a a handout or being on universal income or whatever. That's not a life. And some of y'all, with crazy mental uniquenesses, because I don't like calling it an illness, but some of y'all are crazy. But you're geniuses. Me too. So... Anyway, my heart is for all the people that get taken advantage of and get screwed over, the people they don't know better, the people that have mental uniquenesses and they feel like they're too crazy to go off on their own and do something, so they got to take this job. They settle. They settle. They settle because they've bought into what the world tells them. They've bought into the lies. They've bought into the noise in their brain. They believe the fact that they have this because of their prison records or because of their mental uniqueness or because they've been just sexually and physically abused all their life that they don't amount to anything. If you can relate to that, stay with me. Because I can too. Because I'm that guy. I did some really screwed up stuff. I hurt a lot of good people that didn't deserve to be hurt. I didn't want to do it. I was out of control. I didn't get help when I should have gotten help, but I didn't know how to get help, the help I needed. But then I got it all figured out after living a life of devastation. And ironically, while all that crazy was going on, I was making really good money and I had a bunch of money. But I didn't know any money principles. I didn't know how to take care of it. And frankly, I didn't care because I wanted to die. But after I gave my life to the Lord, I'm like, I'm going the opposite direction. I'm going to I'm I'm going to do right by people. I'm going to make up for the loss. I'm going to or the, the the pain that I caused other people. The 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 bad stuff that I did. I just wanted to make up for it. And I believed in all my heart that I was just supposed to serve and spend time with God. And that's what I've been doing. And the few times I got out of line and tried to get a job anyway, bad things happened. So I had this built belief. So when I, when we formed the media organization after realizing, oh, wait a second, we, not only do we have everything we need to be a media organization and teach it, oh, this is going to go further, we're going to be media organizations in the future, every bit of us. So excited about that vision that I told anybody and anyone that would listen. Some listened. The people that took our course listened. A lot of them are applying what we taught. But you know what? A lot of people couldn't keep up with the work that was required. And you know what? I get it. The only reason why I was able to is because I believe in what I'm doing. I knew that there was no other option for me. I have applied for several jobs, but they look at my record and they look at the content that I create and it scares some people away. I love serving. But the one thing I noticed is that because I wasn't valuing what I had the way that I should, I know how important the information in what I know is. I know how important it is. Why? Because I wouldn't be able to live the life that I have now, and it's not even close to where I want to be, but I wouldn't be able to live this life if it wasn't for media. I wouldn't have the opportunities and the things that we've created and the seeds that have been planted all over the world. Like, that wouldn't have been possible without media. Like, I know without a shadow of a doubt that like in a second, my whole world can change because of the work that's been done, the seeds that have been planted. I know that. So I decided that I really want people to value this, what I have to teach. I want people to value it because one, they need to know, you need to know this information and how to do it, because it's gonna make a huge difference for you. This is gonna be a huge, make a huge difference for you to know, to transition your existing business into a media first organization. And if you're a solopreneur, I got something for you. Because see, while I was teaching all that, and a lot of people, as I said earlier, it was just a lot for them, you know, cause they had a regular job. And for me, I did, this is all I did was serve, And build out the media company, the the nonprofit media organization. That's what I did. We create content, create content for other people. That's, That's what we were doing. But I was putting what I wanted to do in my own heart that I felt called to do. I mean, the serving part I was doing, but there was another part of me that Wanted to do its thing too. And, but I put that on the back burner because A, I was worried about my ego. Two, I didn't want to disappoint God. Three, I thought that I would just, well, yeah, I thought my ego would take over. I thought that I'd become a money hungry uh, douchebag again and that I'd be irresponsible with money again. I thought I was going to make all the same mistakes that I made before. So I put all that in the behind me. I'm just going to focus on serving so that I can shield this other part of me away from the world. Because I don't know about you, but one of the most messed up things that happens in life is when you're a piece of crap, some people will assume you're always going to be a piece of crap and even after you turn your life around, you have doubters and you have people telling you this, is, this won't last. You're not serious. You don't, you didn't, you're not a real Christian. You didn't really give your life to the Lord. You are not serious about this. You're going to go back to your old ways. It's easy to believe them. And even if I'm, ah, screw them. I'm not going to be like that. I'll show them. Like, that's not even good either. So I was protecting myself. And in turn, in protecting myself, living in fear, even though I like to say I'm Joshua, I'm courageous and all that stuff, guess what? I was living in fear and I didn't even realize it. I was living in fear of myself. Who lives in fear of themselves? I don't know, but I was scared of me. So I realized that I wasn't doing God's will And I wasn't doing God's purpose. I wasn't living God's purpose for my life. I was doing part of it. But part of it ain't it. 98% of the truth is the truth. And so I had a moment with God about a week ago. Right before I started building out Media Company in a Box and JoshuaTBerglin.com and all that stuff. I had a moment with God. And for the very first time in my life, I told him, I admitted, yeah, I want to be famous. Oh, yeah, I like nice hotels, and I like nice cars, and I like nice clothes. I like nice suits. I like that because I've worn them. And dad gummit, there is a huge difference between a nice custom fit suit and something off the rack. It just is. It just is. And if you don't have the budget for it, you don't have the budget for it. I get it. But I really like wearing nice suits. I do. I like it. I like the way that feels. I liked having a nice car. It was awesome. The last car I owned, I was homeless in. $105,000 BMW. X5M. Diesel. (laughs) Anyway. So, this honest conversation with God was being clear about what I really wanted and being honest about it and not being afraid. And if I'm wrong then God will convict me. And I I believe that you can take anything to God honestly, and it's not going to scare him. But I believe by being open and honest with God about what you really want, he may step in and correct you and go, and you want that? You think you really want that? Are you sure you really want that? Because I'll give it to you. But you're probably not ready for it. You ever question something in the Bible They you're like, I, I kind of think man put that there. You can take that to God. He didn't get mad. I'm still waiting on him. Some of the other things that I've talked about and the other questions I've asked about the garden of Eden being the brain, because I actually think that he led me to go research that. And, <laughs> I, boy, I, I'm going to do another show on that because I found another preacher. He wasn't even intending to do it, but this guy, what's his name? He's on keep. Um, I'll find his name later. This dude, I don't even know his name because I got my YouTube account check taken. So I don't know his name. He's this Asian guy out of California. He's a, he's a teacher and Oh wow, like he has this understanding of the Bible that is just wild. But he he was painting the picture. Oh, oh, I'll give you one example of what he said. And like you can just take this and do whatever you want with it. I'm not saying it's fact. I don't know. I don't I don't know. In fact, a lot of these teachers that talk about the Bible and preach about the Bible, even the other books of the Bible that were taken out, a lot of those teachers they say stuff that you can't exactly go find in the Bible, but when you hear it, you're like, golly, that makes a lot of sense. And it hits you in the spirit and it feels good. So it's like, okay, am I supposed to say this is wrong because I can't find it in the Bible? I don't know. But paradise and hell are in the same place. Genesis 6, I think he was going over. And again, don't correct me. You can go look. But he has this giant whiteboard map, and he's shown, drawn it all out. And he basically proved within the text that hell and paradise, the Garden of Eden, the same place. But he's talking literally. Literally. Like, literal, like the same place paradise is, there's a pit of hell there too, right? But if you go look at the conversation with Joshua T. Berglund and Ryan Zier episode, it is where we talk about the Garden of Eden being the brain. It is, he drops so much knowledge and wisdom. And so when you watch that episode and then go look at Genesis 6, I believe it is, it's hard to deny this, right? But it didn't say that in the Bible. It doesn't say that the brain is the Garden of Eden. It doesn't say any of that at all. And so, but it makes sense to me. Because I don't know about you, but a lot of the thoughts that go through my mind feel like hell. They fe- It feels like hell. feels like death. Or some variation of it. And then I get other times that I feel like I'm walking on water. How do we, how do you explain it? I can't. Can't explain it. This really tastes like Skittles. Golly. Anyway. So, this content that I felt led to give and to share it was like an activist, an interest. It was trying to be interesting and offer value, and then make people think. And then, you know, the the civil commitment uh, broadcast. You know, to expose these shadow prisons, working with the former trafficking victims that some were actually really trafficking victims. The conspiracy stuff, the Hollywood conspiracy stuff. Like I do, we were doing all of this. Because we believe that sharing the truth with people, even going back to the jab and sharing that, we were doing what we were supposed to do. I gotta be honest, I probably scared everyone away from me. I mean, of course, some people are starting to realize that all these crazy wild things that I was saying was actually true. Of course, I'm not getting apologies for it, like for <laughs> for calling me bad names, but anyway, So all of that, gosh, that was 45 minutes. All of that is to say that I wasn't applying fully what I was teaching because I was scared and I was scared to go all in on me in my dreams and what I believe I was created to do. Yeah, I was created to serve. Yeah, I was created to be a voice for the voiceless. Yeah, I was... called to do everything we were trying to do through the foundation, but we gotta have money to fund it. They gotta have money to live and keep a roof over their head. I neglected all of that. So why I'm in business for myself now, why I am the business and I'm here to serve on a huge level is because I'm not scared anymore. I believe in myself. I believe in what God has called me to do. I believe in the gifts and the talents that God gave me. And I believe in what I teach. I love helping people build their networks. I've been so blessed to be a part of building multiple networks. And and I learn from some of the best in the world at what they do, especially with new media. So I'm done hiding behind a shield of the our, our foundation because I want our foundation to be a shield for other people. But for me, I don't want a shield anymore unless if it's, it, it's God's shield. Like I love God's protection. But now I'm becoming what I've been trying to teach others. And after... And I need your help with this because I can't do it alone. I need people to subscribe. I need people to join the newsletter. And of course I want to be of service to people because I have a ton of value to offer and all of those services are on joshuatbarbalan.com. And this is an exciting time. And while I was just wanting to do this for other people, the fact is this, and being honest, and I know this is another example of why God is awesome, because we can look at circumstances and go, well, this sucks. This is not going the way I want. But you know what? It was unrealistic to think that people that weren't just super passionate about media and all this, it was naive to think that they would spend all their time doing what I was doing. I mean, I was, I'm obsessed with it because I believe in it. But I teaching this just biding my time, waiting till I could build the technology, or I found it, and now I found it, and now I have media company in the box to offer the world for individuals and teams because of Superpass technology. My app will be live on the app stores uh, probably next week, if not this week. But now, instead of trying to promote Amazon for the book and, you know, a website here and a website there, go to my YouTube page, go to my Spotify, go to my this, go to my that, go to my Reddit, go to the, none of that matters. I only have to promote one thing because all that stuff that I'm just telling you about is all in on one site. Book, podcast, TV show, my services, my offerings, book. Course will be there soon. We do have a webinar there now. It's free. But I also get to be a business. So yes, there's free content available, but then there's subscription only content too. We have a membership program. It's ninety-nine, and every penny of it goes into the Lib Worldwide Foundation. But you will see on JoshuaTbergland.com. That it's a business, every bit of it, and you can do it too. In fact, I give credit to my wife for this one, and I don't know how I didn't think of it because I had even built it. When you go to joshuatburkeland.com, you'll see our partners. Yeah, you'll see our sponsors, but on the main page, our foundation's right there. In fact, if you have your own, like if say you're a business, excuse me, say you're a business, sorry to write something down. If you're a business, it would behoove you to turn into a media organization. And what I mean by that is all of your top people should have their own podcast. Yeah, serious. Now. As the leader, you you know, you might want to create the theme of that podcast or whatever, but you should let your higher ups build their brand. Because by building their brand, they're building your brand. Now, if you're the owner of the company and you're buying the, the, the network, so to speak, then you have the authority in the same way that YouTube had the authority to kick me off because it's their company. As the owner of your company, you can tell your people what they can and cannot say on their podcast. But it would behoove you to do so. Why? Because each one of them, say there's four people. So let me draw a picture. Those of you listening on the podcast, you won't be able to see this. So here's me. All right, camera. See it? Me. Right there in the middle. So here's one line for podcast. That So the podcast alone, you think about all those distribution platforms. Multiple. How many podcast networks? times this is say times 10 for fun then video and video could be ott it could be youtube it could be rumble it could be you know whatever there's so many video hosting sites oh by the way i host my own videos so i don't need youtube or rumble anymore I'm like well but they're great for search engines yeah but so is your website if you do it right so video how many distribution outlets are there for video books well no no let's let's keep let's keep it with um no we'll just keep it simple because i i could go into all the different other products and other different things that you could uh to monetize there but let's focus on podcast and video so you yourself have a podcast you distribute to 10 platforms oh by the way that all ties back to your main website that's good okay video times it by 10 or however much more, all going back to your video. Whether you're submitting teaser clips, short form video to come back to your big video or to your website just for whatever it may be. However you want to do that, that's up to you. And that's one of the things that we can help with. Podcast, same way, being distributed out to all these different platforms. That's you. And that's what most businesses do they they'll have a business podcast and they'll have a personal podcast or just one. Well, what's wrong with taking your leaders of their prospective divisions, regardless of how big, I don't know how big your company is, but one of the things that you could do is you could build your own network within the company, have multiple podcasts, multiple videos, and they all tie back to the company. And every one of those podcasts that go out It's coming back to the company because the company's branding is on it. It's just an additional branding point. It's additional piece. It's another ancillary item to put out in the ecosystem or the the web, (laughs) a connectivity point. It's another connectivity point. Another marketing, another original marketing source for you to distribute out that will connect back to you. Building your brand. And it will behoove you to elevate your stars in your company because they will, if they're loyal employees especially, I mean, it's going to build your company. But that said, this is set up for the one-person media enterprise. And that is what I'm going to be. I, I like working with people. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if you're like me in this respect or not. Some of you are, some of you aren't, but I don't necessarily want 15 employees. I don't want 100, I don't even want two. I want a manager. And other than that, I wanna hire people to do the specialty jobs that I don't wanna do. Fiverr is an amazing resource, but for the most part, I can manage everything by myself, and I am and I have been. I was doing it the hard way for years, now I have the easy way. So if you're an independent business, or like on your own, this is perfect for you. But if you're a business, you'd be crazy not to get involved with this, and here's why. Again, this is just going to create new revenue streams for you, new opportunities, it's gonna build your brand, you're gonna get a footprint or a uh, like if your business is not global now, it to me it seems crazy. But that's another conversation. But you have a real opportunity here to take things to a next level, and the sooner you start doing it, the easier it's going to be. So with all that said, I've been kicked off of Facebook permanently, Twitter permanently, two accounts because I try to sneak in with our found uh, with our network, <laughs> and then they're catching me because I changed my name to Joshua later. Yeah, they figured it out. So they kicked me off twice. YouTube, twice. Lost two accounts. It doesn't matter. I mean, it sucks that I can't talk to my friends on social media. But my real-life friends, yeah, I still talk to them. So it's fine. So as bad as YouTube, losing YouTube, and all these other platforms should hurt, and it does feel like starting over in some respect because – This is the first time I've ever asked anyone to subscribe. And now, well, that part's new, but as far as website visitors and uh, people watching the content on our websites, nah, hasn't changed any because we focused on media, not social media, because we knew it's gonna go away. Social media is not gonna be the same. It's already not the same. But we were telling people two and a half years ago, it's not going to be the same. And you need to build media now because media. So social media is a box. Social media is a box that you get trapped in. It's a big freaking box. And it moves around enough to make you feel like you're not in a box, but you're in a box. Media. There's no box for media. Sure, algorithms and things like that can try to shut you down, but there's ways around all of that stuff. And I found those ways. So, you look, you can look at me and just go, well, why would I want to work with him? He's a conspiracy theorist. He's crazy. He's a shock jock. He talks about crazy stuff that no one will talk about. No one wants to talk about. He talks about things that make people uncomfortable. All right. Sure. But I know what I'm talking about, and I know what I'm doing, and I'm dead good at it. And, And what I'm telling you right now is true. Said it two and a half years ago. It's all documented. You can go watch any of my old broadcasts to talk about it. Telling you now, now's the time. Waiting stupid. The president, a month and a half ago, told everybody if you are not prepared for this, and he was talking about the fourth industrial revolution, that's not a conspiracy. That's really going to happen because that's what happens with (laughs) as society progresses and new technology and yada, yada, yada. Like there's a new financial system coming. Oh, it's, things are changing fast. And if you don't know this information, you're gonna be left behind. You're gonna be left behind. You can't rely on the current education that you have to help you survive. The, 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 everything's changing. Police, um, the police forces are gonna change completely. You're going to see more robots doing human jobs than ever before. Robot cops. Yeah. That's not a joke. It's a real, it's a real thing. Like we're merging with technology and smart cities will be coming in and like all, this is not conspiracy anymore. And, but it's also not a reason to be scared, but you should be prepared for it. All the people that were early in on the internet this stayed the course. I mean, look, I know it got really wild at first. People were making a bunch of money, then it went away. But I mean, really, the people that got established early did well. You know, they learned it early. You have an opportunity to take advantage of that. And yeah, technology, things are gonna change even faster and faster and faster and faster. But the fact is this, media, as we know it now, is going to be completely different. Why? Because the five or six companies that have all the power now are going away. And now the power will be in the hands of hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Don't believe me? You're not paying attention. So if you want to work with somebody that actually gives a crap, I faithfully served teaching this for years. But now... Now let's do business. And I have several programs on my website. I have a consulting membership program for people that don't have a bunch of extra money. I have a consulting membership program. Yeah, it's affordable. Um, And there's a special price of $199 up until January 1st. $199 a month for membership consulting. Anyway. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sub. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing. Um, I'm the podcast side, you can hear you know for free, and you, it's going out through all those platforms. But the video content will be behind a paywall, and um, I mean, I think I'm more enjoyable on video. <laughs> but like I said, really, what it's for um is to help fund the libmodel worldwide foundations mission so super grateful for your support and for i just want to i want to play with this really quick so i have i already showed the mic hold on let me do one more just for fun like this is a dream having this technology anyway there's a lot more so i'm gonna be getting really really creative uh with this new software that i have and uh Speaking of technology and working with robots, I <laughs> I have something really awesome and I uh, can't wait to share it with all of you. Thank you for being here and God bless you. Thank you for subscribing and thank you for helping support our mission. Take care. Bye-bye.